Hey there, it's pretty cool that you came back for another episode of Legopreneur, the series where we share the lessons that I learned while playing Lego with my kids about management, business, entrepreneurship, motivation, and inspiration. Today's episode is about everybody is replaceable. I put in a lot of thought as to what Mr. Legopreneur should look like. After all, we will use, the hand, we will use him on the handwritten quotes, the profile pictures of our Instagram, on Medium, Your Story, and LinkedIn accounts as well. As a tribute to Steve Jobs' uniform, I chose for him to wear a black top and dark blue denim trousers. We also chose th that it should be the classic Lego man with a simple smile and without any accessories at all. However, one day working in my office, I let my three-year-old take him away to play with him. Later on that day, when packing up, I couldn't find the original Mr. Legopreneur anymore. Good luck asking a three-year-old where he put something. So I looked for it frantically all around my attic in my house. A good two hours later, looking through every possible nook and cranny with the help of my other kids, we still did not manage to find it. The easy thing to do was to buy a similar figure from the Lego shop. However, it dawned to me then that every person must be replaceable. It's just wrong that we use that line in general. Because as it is, everybody should be replaceable. We'll include all of those in the family. And I just can't see how parents, spouses, or children can be replaceable. I believe the purpose of a family is to stay united. If you start seeing members as replaceable units, it may be impossible to stay united, which after all is the most important thing. An enterprise's purpose is to serve the best interest of its stakeholders, and the enterprise should be created in such a way that the interest can be served even when certain units leave the ecosystem. There are four different sorts of units that the enterprise must be geared to replace if required. Firstly, let's have a look at the founders. You know what? Life happens. Co-founders at the start of the business or startup are in the honeymoon phase. I've seen plenty of founders that believe, you know, we're different, we'll be together forever. It takes a maximum of one year and they become the same as countless others. I joined the Entrepreneurship Business Book Club as a founder member, but had to step out as I had too many other things to juggle. The EBBC is still very active. And if you're constantly curious about improving yourself, your business, the energy and vibe and knowledge that can inspire you is priceless. They were able to withstand the knock of two of the six founders stopping and continued their trajectory of growth. Today, the EBBC has about 10 chapters in locations throughout the UK, Belgium, Netherlands, and Germany. The founding team changed, but the mission, but the mission and vision of the EBBC was so clear that those remained had a clear North Star that they were all aligned to. It is important to have a sh shared and clear North Star vision. Once the North Star is laid out, it will ensure clear communication about what is expected by the founders in order to stay on this trip. Having this conversation and setting the mechanism beforehand will enable founders to leave amicably and with a clear process rather than with a tussle and collateral damage. The second area is the core team. As the company grows, non-founders are recruited to important strategic and operational posts. I've seen larger businesses, especially family-owned businesses, that fail miserably when this step is taken. The new outside member increases their position within the firm so that they can become unreplaceable. There are times that once this happens, the firm starts declining. The owners of the firm are in, a are in the false fallacy that by cutting off or curtailing this key posi person's position, the matter will become worse off. This may be true, but it must be explored. And what if it's not true? Once the founders start delegating activities to the core team, they, the core team becomes the largest barrier of growth to the firm. 
The founder's primary objective may be the growth of the firm, and the core team, if not aligned well, their primary objective will be the preservation of their job. If this shift in mindset is properly addressed, the chances of breaking out the valley of death has increased tremendously. The third area is the team members. You will want the best team members to become core members as fast as possible. Why would you keep them doing what they're currently doing so well if they can do even more by being faster and better? If you have the best talent within your organization, why are you looking for outside help to grow? Team members who are capable of doing a lot more have a ceiling imposed on their progression. This ceiling is not replaced by themselves, but by their excellence, as it is difficult to find someone else who's doing the same task with the same excellence. Now imagine the same member can do a task with a much higher impact and responsibility with the same excellence. Even better, imagine they are now motivated to increase their performance. Is it fair to deprive your organization of the difference this team member can make only because you can't find a replacement for him or her? Sounds pretty crazy, but if the member cannot be replaced by choice within two years, maybe you need to consider whether you need to replace him by force. The final body that should also be replaceable are the stakeholders. From the lean startup methodology, it makes sense that startups start off with just one customer, profiles them, and makes uh, creates a solution tailored to their specific problem. However, once this initial stage has been passed, some get complacent and continue working with that just one customer where comfort has been, has been established to fine-tune the solution. Though this customer does not need to be replaced immediately, and of course, one should continue working with an existing customer. The startup must look for alternative customers in case current one needs to be replaced. Getting out of the building and actively looking to replace existing customers with new ones will drive the startup to faster growth and more iterations. The danger here becomes that by offering too, the offering might become too diversified. Working with a strategy to choose which projects to prioritize is extremely important. An example that we use is the priority to task matrix. So basically what you do is you take the urgency and the importance of a task and you put it up on a two by two matrix. And there you then have um, issues which are significant, which you should schedule, urgent, which you should do, insignificant, which you can delete immediately, and not urgent, which you can delegate. I would suggest once every two months an exercise should be done with multiple levels within the organization to explore each and every segment of the business model canvas and ask, what players is it currently filled up with? And then if we had to replace all of these players with two times the number of players that we currently have, who will those players be? And pick up the phone and talk to those potential new, uh, new people. There are very few sports that every time the players get up, they're fully aware that it might be their last ride within Formula One. The greatest teams must always be thinking about the requirement that they may have to replace their key driver immediately. This is probably what prompted Michael Schumacher to once say, everyone is replaceable, including me. Thanks to my son replacing the original Mr. Legopreneur, we found a new founder. The mission and vision of Legopreneur Project is the same. I want, to, I want to continue playing Lego with my kids, talk to them about entrepreneurship, and share the simple lessons of the universe. Only one thing that has changed is that the new Mr. Legopreneur is wearing a white top and khaki trousers. If you want to see what this new Mr. Legopreneur looks like, I'd suggest check out our Instagram feed where we're putting visual representation of everything that we're talking about through Lego pieces and handwritten notes. Also check out our articles on medium.com. And why don't you drop by our website and give me some feedback on what you think it's like. Thanks for coming this far and looking forward to talking to you in the next episode of The Legopreneur.